Good morning, everyone. This is Surviving Sticky Situations. I'm your host, Matthew Joseph Authors. Uh, wow, it's already the end of March. Um, <clears throat> haven't done a podcast since uh, the end of 2018, and... Uh, just been really busy here, um, you know. New Year's resolutioners at the working at the gym. For those of you who don't know me, um, I've been a, working as a personal trainer for a couple years, five or eight years, five or eight years. Um, no, actually, probably more like seven years. I don't know. The time's just flying by, um, but a lot has happened this year. I haven't forgotten about the podcast. I've just actually I'm overwhelmed with the amount of notes I've been taking and stuff I've been learning um, to share. So this podcast is all about um, just spreading the message of living simple, simply, and thinking highly. Um, decided to just you know my main goal in life is just like seek like the true knowledge and pay it forward um to share with other people because what good is like stuff you're learning if you're not um sharing it with other people and trying to make um the world a better place you know it's also like sticky situations that we've all gone through um you know everyone faces adversity in their life and deciding what meaning you give to it, um, you can use that for the greater good. I believe, you know, there's a lot of people out there um, who've had it hard and, and turned things around. Um, just like, I really just love that uh, whole story of, you know, there's this one author I was just reading. I just see it more and more every day other people who just, um, you know, refuse to, you know, push to just lay down and, and die and they fight back like, uh, this, this one author of this book, uh, I have to find him here. Um, literally just was looking at him yesterday, find out his name, his name's Hal something, but he was hit by a drunk driver about 70 miles an hour um Hal Elrod and not only you know just cheating death just like staring at death in the face being a freaking badass about it a fucking badass about it you know that's what this is this is what this podcast is about and I'm here to talk to the badasses that have taken death laughed at it and you know just are killing it in life and uh anyways how was hit by a drunk driver going 70 declared clinically dead for six minutes he recovered um overcame the medical opinion that's what i love um, about doctors oh he's never gonna walk they're they're always gonna say you're never gonna walk again um, but not only did he walk again, 
he came back and completed a 52-mile ultramarathon. So it comes down to passion and willpower. And, um, you know, this is like a um, mind, you know, life, I think, is, is more, is, is equal, equally mental and, and physical, but just like understanding, like you need, you need both, um, but you can't have one without the other. So, you know, working on yourself, I think, the, the important things is uh, there's a lot of you know people out there who just focus on um, their like financial success as like that's like most important thing in life um, but clearly those people are miserable um, you know you just when you prioritize you know your financial success over your families and the emotional health you'll be just miserable I mean I see it every day um, just tons of people out there are just hoping to just wake some people up with this podcast too and shake shake things up and realize what really matters in in life um it's not about you know working your ass off every second of the day i believe you i was just training for a marathon um but i feel like life isn't people say life's not a sprint it's a marathon no i think life is a sprint and we sprint and rest and then sprint again, you know, work really hard, rest really hard, and not, you know, every day is not a marathon. Um, but other news, I just uh, found, well, I'm leaving. It's another reason I'm doing this podcast before I get started uh, with going to Oklahoma City in a couple days for um, the Federal Aviation Administration uh, going to go to school for an air traffic controller. I am now, took me a year and a half, and um, I'll just kind of go into that story a little bit. That's been like a huge um, success for, for me recently, like overcoming that, you know. For a couple years ago, I was, you know, living in, California, um, San Diego, and uh, things weren't really working out there. I'd say that was like pretty low point. My life wasn't making very much money doing those like Postmates and Grubhub jobs to just uh, make ends meet and um, ended up just, you know, having some car troubles. But before I left there, you know, I was taking a test on uh, and applying for uh, air traffic control. That was like almost a year and a half ago. So since then, I've just been passing these tests and um, getting evaluated and, you know, going through the loops, lots of lots of hoops. And um, the, one of the big things I just, you know, had had a bit of a record too to overcome. 
and through all that uh, and having like bad credit and bad um, you know not paying my student loans on time um, but getting through all that um, really just turning things around and and um, staying on top of everything and um, I'm able to now go to Oklahoma City for school here in a couple days it's a about a four-month class <clears throat> so that is my current pilgrimage that I'm on um, so also this year I went to uh, New Mexico for the first time and holy shit place was freaking amazing um just it's it's so hard to even explain to people but um there's like something mystical and um just sacred about that place i mean there's so much like history has happened there you had like the um the high road to Taos, which was like part of um, what they thought was like the road to El Dorado. And um, which, you know, just learning more and more. Um, it's, it's just uh, my mission is the same as what Ponce de Leon and, uh, and other cultures like in Asia. Why did people start? Um, spreading out and exploring different places it wasn't because they were sick of where they were living that they were searching for something else that something else was immortality <clears throat> they were looking for the fountain of youth or these mystical islands where these mystical people were living that had the elixir to living forever um, and I believe that it's out there, um, whether it's like the elixir or, you know, I think there's clues out there to, um, transcending the human experience and, um, you know, there's a lot more than what, um, science can prove is all I, I can say. Um, and I, I've seen it, whether you, believe in it or not um you know there's there's definitely some uh, magic out there but um there's going to new mexico and stuff and all the things i've been reading is just like um opened my eyes so that's in this podcast i want to kind of dive deep into um you know especially yoga and meditation and hopefully, um, you guys might learn a couple things. I know I did when I um, discovered this and really picked out a lot of the important things that I thought. So hopefully, I can throw all these notes in um, and get it. But um, there's, like in New Mexico, the um, Pueblo Indians, just like the cool adobe everywhere and the history and the battles and 
it's just amazing that they were one of like the only tribes to um they they weren't they they still live there today so like they couldn't no one could push them out of that area i mean they tried and they they defended it successfully and um that is um that's just amazing you know because a lot most of the indians across the united states didn't um get to stay um but they also had uh they, they still live off the land, you know, eat whatever grows there, eat, eat the buffalo and, um, you know, elk and whatever else is on the land. They, they, that's like their tradition and they, they don't really um, go past that, you know, they don't, they don't go to and probably eat pizza or some stuff, even though they, they could and that, that stuff's around there, they stick to what foods like god provide for them you know and that's one thing you know that's uh it's gotten me away from kind of like specifically um churches and stuff at this point in my life i mean i don't know it's it's just uh i i see people just um talking and it's it's all cheap you know I mean no one's I I get it like no one's perfect but uh I just think like people are like eating all this like man-made garbage and I just wish churches and stuff would like open people's eyes more to like what God is um, is wanting for you and like wanting you to like I just don't see people improving themselves even though they're going to church like I don't think like churches are like missing the message of um, you know people are eating the foods that man made not God made like how about that like stuff like that I just I just think like all these um I just think they're 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 on to something but the I don't know just uh missing the the big point of um you know how to be immortal and free it's it's a little more than just uh, raising your hand in church I think and um I think we should try to strive for perfection and um and become a master in something. Um, it just, uh, that's why I'm hoping, you know, to spread more of a realistic message of how you can live more pain-free and, um, and, uh, you know, minimize the suffering in, in your life. I mean, I think church is a great place, too. I think that it shows that people live longer when they are involved in, like, a community and stuff. Um, um, but I just see, like, the, the world in, like, a really dark place. People are, you know, throwing their 
garbage in the woods and um, a lot of these um, uh, Christians and stuff and these so-called like followers of God like are um, aren't doing a very good job in my opinion and just want to see people strive to be their best and um, I just see a lot of laziness and I can't just I can't be around it I just can't and so uh, I don't know <clears throat> what's where I've turned more into um, kind of a Buddhist and uh, I, I just want to spread more of like the message of meditation and and yoga to um, connecting yourself with the supreme soul um, because I just feel like whatever message that a lot of the churches are promoting um, don't actually connect you to the supreme soul so um, gonna dive deep into the universe in this podcast but uh, I just want to talk a little bit what I was on to this year was why I've been kind of out of the podcast loop was um, training for a marathon. At one point I was running about like 70 miles a week, six or seven days a week, um, going on like 18 mile runs. Um, there's a couple good books out there for people that are, you know, maybe interested in training for a marathon. I, you know, once I found out I'm moving to Oklahoma, I had signed up for the uh, Pittsburgh Marathon. Fortunately, you know, I don't think I'll be back for that. And so, um, still like to do some running, but um, realize it's not very good for you. Like, skateboarding and stuff has also been a big passion of mine. After running so much, I tried to step on a skateboard the other day and my ankles felt so stiff that um, that was another thing. Like I couldn't even like do an ollie and I used to be like, like just did within like s six months. I know like the weather's been crappy most of the time here. Um, but I mean, this I can tell this marathon training, like pushing my body a lot. Um, just really, uh, just hurt me more than it was helping me too so um I don't know I think um I mean there's no sport out there that's healthy for you if you're trying to compete in something pushing your body means you're probably um gonna hurt yourself too so just remember that and uh I think it's great though too to kind of push through your mental you know toughen your mind a bit um and see how much pain you know one thing i thought was really cool is like i wanted to find out how many steps i could take um and what was my last step i could possibly take you know um i wanted to run to that point where i couldn't take another step and I, I've never found that I still haven't found it I think the most I've ran was like 19 miles in a, in a day um, and uh, you know I'm glad I'm doing it And um, but right now I need to 
kind of focus on other things and hopefully still want to do a um, marathon um, at one point. We'll see. Maybe I might still make it to the um, Pittsburgh Marathon. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty much ready either way. My body's pretty much prepared for like long distance endurance now. And if I used to be someone who uh, could only run like a mile or two. Now I can run like, you know, six miles pretty easily. Um, so I'm like happy with how well I've improved my endurance so far this year. And um, one book I liked reading was uh, the Ready, Ready to Run by Dr. Kelly Starlet. Um, there's a lot of good, um, he's actually like a doctor, um, and like big into CrossFit, but the book on running that he made was like really good. And, um, you know, things like jump rope, uh, jump rope actually helps you kind of figure out like how you should be running too, like kind of using that, you know, almost like you don't really want to do heel striking too much, but using like the tips of your feet, like you would jump roping, um, seems to help a lot with, uh, just developing that, that running technique. Also, I see so many people and you should try to like start being aware of this. Even when you're walking, people start turning their, their feet out and, uh, that just like puts so much different pressure on your knees and joints and if you try and keep your feet kind of pointed forward instead you can um, just improve your running technique so much better um, and then stretching like using these big green resistance bands to stretch with um, I know I've made a couple Instagram posts on that um, you just that just like opens up your hips so a lot of people get like tight IT bands from running or like that tearing sensation in your knee really you should just uh, um, stretch out your hips and doing some hip opening stretches really improves tremendously um, the other thing with um, running that a lot of people do wrong is when they they think they should just run till they're um, when they start feeling like shearing and tearing pain if one thing the biggest tip with running if you're we're all meant to run it was like always in our nature you know um, we ran to find our mates ran to hunt things um, you know, so people say they're like, oh, I can't run away. Well, you're actually, you actually are meant to run. So everyone should be running. Um, a lot of people were worried. Oh, I'm going to lose my muscle mass if I start running. <laughs> no, actually you won't. I mean, if you get pretty extreme with it, you might, um, but it's totally um, a false myth that you will you actually it will actually help you improve 
your muscle mass. You get more blood to your skeletal muscles. So, um, I recommend everyone at least to start running or um, working their way towards running because it really improved my life a lot. I, I can tell um, just for feeling more energy, feeling younger too. I mean, I mean, I feel pretty young, but um, there's just like studies out there that show that, you know, long distance, um, long distance endurance helps uh, increase um, longevity and, you know, reverse aging, I guess, is what I'm saying. So um, definitely uh, get into running, but, you know, always cut yourself, don't be afraid to cut yourself short whenever you start to feel like a tearing pain. Give yourself a break. Don't push through the pain because if it feels sketchy, it is sketchy. And, uh, you know, always um, ready to run will get you ready to run. That's a great book. It helped me a lot. Um, so next, I want to talk about uh, the beginning the start of the universe, what astrophysicists believe is how the universe started. So I kind of summarized the thing and put it in my own words. Um, but there's what's called the Large Hadron Collider, which is what simulates the collision of particles that create the universe. Um, so they're trying to find out, uh, you know, I guess they're using that to find like parallel dimensions and stuff too. Um, so uh, matter and antimatter annihilate each other, creating a domino effect that expands the universe um, and whatever was left over did not get um, and did not get annihilated went on to create the universe without that imbalance between matter and antimatter the universe would um, self-annihilate so there just ends up this what they believe is continual expansion when the matter and antimatter um, collide um, So one in, and then they call that a hadron, I guess. One in, one, one in a billion hadrons would survive from this colliding effect, um, which um, is a giant particle soup heating and cooling constantly where electrons roam amongst the photons when the temperature falls below 3,000 degrees Kelvin. The free electrons combine with nuclei, leaving behind a path, a bath of visible light, forever imprinting the sky with a record of all the matter that was in that moment, completing the formation of particles. There are nearly 100 billion galaxies out there. High mass stars explode, 
scattering chemicals throughout the galaxy. Do I sound like, I'm trying to sound like Neil deGrasse Tyson. Um, these travel for 9 billion years and create the sun. The leftover debris of exploded stars traveled at high speeds creating gaseous planets, asteroid comets, planet, rocky planets, then as planets cooled, Earth formed in the Goldilocks zone. The first dominant molecules were anaerobic, which are uh, without oxygen, which transformed Earth into carbon dioxide, rich to one with sufficient oxygen. The diversity is thanks to cosmic abundance of carbon. Simple molecules. Life on Earth is fragile due to casual encounters with comets and asteroids. So it's um kind of a little light summary of what astrophysicists believe. Um, so um, yeah, it's a. Uh, I just not really like know much about astrophysicists or astrophysics. Um, I think it's cool to hear, you know, these educated guesses on, you know, how the universe started. I think um, that's one thing I've always been fascinated with and always had the question of, um, you know, what's what really is all this that that's happening? Um, and it's just amazing that like we do live in this like Goldilocks zone uh, where it's everything's just like happened like perfectly um, and you know it it could all end like pretty quickly through like nature or asteroids but for whatever reason it continues happening um, so you know no one really knows um, the beginning, but it's interesting to look at uh, kind of what the astrophysicists think. Um, and it's just crazy how they've kind of gathered that um, kind of uh, information and are, are trying to prove. I mean, it seems like now they maybe parallel universes exist. They they might have proven that I don't know um, but something uh, is just always fascinating about trying to discover like what's unknown and um, you know all this millions and billions of dollars probably dumped into these machines to try to um, figure out in a scientific way what happened um, and that's just cool. So, next, I want to talk about um, how kind of like pr productivity tips and ways you can increase your energy levels. Um, so, we have um, where to begin with that. Um, 
Oh, there it is. See, I have too many damn notes right now. Um, so I'll quickly go into this. And then I want to really dive deep. This this podcast really, really is about um, yoga and meditation. But, I mean, this episode at least. So... We have, I think, um, your, um, I'm just flipping here, sorry, productivity is about creating more work more impact with less work most common distractions that keep the average person from being more productive accepting free handouts having a variable morning routine putting small priorities first avoiding difficult but important tasks you know follow the 8 hour workday check phone constantly Replying to emails immediately. Overcoming, overcommitting to favors. Um, yeah, a lot of people will probably take advantage of your kindness. And um, so that's where maybe that can see how overcommitting to um, favors people ask you all the time. And, you know, putting... Sometimes, you know, putting others before yourself won't really, uh, I mean, it's nice and all, but, you know, you have to really, um, I think, take care of yourself first before you, so then you can help more people later, right? Um, so you want to do what's most important first thing when your brain is at its best start with what you want to do the best I think it's good you know I say everyone's brain kind of works the best in the uh, morning um so also one way to help you be more productive is uh this app it's called um what is that called it's the dual and back so it's actually a free app that I found that um, kind of trains your brain to um, just remember more and um, kind of, you know, just work faster. So that's a game changer right there for everyone needs to do that. Um, dual impact. So that's what I'm talking about. I find something. I pass it on to other people who are going to listen to this. Um, and that's a, that's what makes me happy in life. I don't know. Because I know it's like, it's it's just, uh, you know, seeing through the bullshit, man. Got to just do, uh, you know, sh- show other people to. to and, um, yeah. So, um, 
next productivity and you're having a good or a bad day it comes down to your mood focus and motivation um, you want to if you want to have a better day you got to increase your mood you got to increase your focus increase your motivation how are you going to do that well you got to be effective and efficient um, and kind of figure out your mind and body they go through you know rhythms of emotion alertness and energy you got to work during those hours of the day where your mind's working the best right you know find some people are naturally like morning people other people are evening people unfortunately most of the time the world is built kind of around the morning folks um but whatever you're doing it's good to just be if you want to be exceedingly productive you have to be also exceedingly relaxed you know if you're stressed and productive you don't um you don't work as well and get as much done so being relaxed while you're productive will make you more productive um having actually an, another cool study i saw was that having toxic productive workers does more harm than cooperative less productive workers um and uh you know that's just interesting so like just having it's interesting how like negativity like actually has can rot your brain so literally um positivity and using you know using the right words you know words are powerful so i think um watching what you say um, um goes a long way uh where there was like another story where um I think uh, it was like a child like was in the hospital and like almost dying in a coma or something and like the mom wasn't letting her um letting anyone like say anything negative near near her kid like you know the doctors do that thing where they say probably never gonna like walk again or a good chance they're not gonna make it um but you know, it was interesting that how not even letting those words affect the unconscious mind, because I think like the your mind hears that things, then it starts believing that too. So, um, you know, just being really meaningful with your words can kind of um, affect the outcome. Um, So then next, you know, where our minds are designed that instead of these eight hour work days, you're supposed to, you have only so much mental energy. It's good to, you know, work really hard five hours a day and then kind of coast through the rest. Your mental focus isn't going to last. Like there were times I wanted to like 
sit down and read for like 10 hours a day but you know after a while you just aren't getting that information you're not absorbing anything anymore and it's just kind of wasting time so you know finding that finding your window and getting that window in in that five hour period coast through the rest um so your net worth will be usually determined by what remains after your bad habits are subtracted from your good ones. Um, if you want to increase your energy, uh, make your morning habits so that you make minimal decisions um, to keep your energy high. So the less decisions you make in the morning, um, you can use you have more energy to um, work, <clears throat> keep your energy high. Um, one of the drawbacks about adventures is that when you come to the most beautiful places, you're often too anxious and hurried to appreciate them. Always reminds me of uh, in the National Lampoon's movie that, um, you know, they, they get to the Grand Canyon, they're there for like two minutes and can hardly appreciate it because you're like exhausted and stressed out from, you know, driving 20 hours. And I had that experience driving across the country too, but uh, um, that's, I guess, one thing to think about when you're having an adventure is uh, ways you can um, really appreciate and enjoy it without being too stressed out and anxious when you um, get to those places you know nature is, is never in a hurry and yet everything gets accomplished um, so you know things like not getting uh, not getting crazy in traffic and just being more patient um, not acting like a like some sort of coked out maniac all the time. Um, you see, your life might just improve. <clears throat> so then, uh, also, you know, cutting out the energy sucking drama, um, you will realize that there's like a lot of more. Um, more time in the day once you do that like um, one thing I did recently like a month or two ago is kind of cut back on um, on Instagram well actually like Instagram's been crashing I've been wanting to post videos and stuff of my workouts still but for whatever reason um, it's just not working um Like, it just crashes every time. So, one thing I've um, done also, because I just want to spend less time on there, is I actually unfollowed most everyone. I only use Instagram to follow, like, a couple, like, fitness things. Um, basically, you know, and, and, like, doctors and stuff. But I don't use it really for personal use and I don't really want to see anyone that I know on there 
anymore. So, I mean, nothing against anyone in particular. I mean, I had, you know, I had followed family members and, and close friends, pretty much everyone that I know because, uh, not because they're like dramatic or anything, but because I was just spending too much time on there. And it's like, I still care about all those people. I just, um, I just find such a relief to not having to like, oh my God, did I like that person's photo or, um, you know, or like people just do like dumb things too that kind of are annoying. And, um, just like if it's bothering you more than it's, then it's making you feel good. It's really not worth it. So I just kind of freed myself from that. So it's like freeing yourself of these things. And, um, wow, I spend like probably like five or 10 minutes a day now on Instagram compared to like the hour, hour and a half. And it's just, uh, it's, it's just amazing how much more you can get done. Um, so I recommend it for other people too. Um, and the other thing is this damn freaking ads. Like it started getting too many ads and stuff. Um, but that's enough of my rant for that. Um, and I just like, that's what this pod podcast is about too, is like reinventing yourself being the best you could be this is just things that have helped for me things that have helped for other people you know i love like authors of books who have overcome their own sticky situations you know go from like fat and slow to skinny and fast just the whole transformative experience what everyone kind of goes through and um fuck you if you're not trying to push yourself to be the best you can be um this podcast isn't for you then. Go fucking listen to the fake shit. Uh, and yeah, I'm cussing. I'm fucking cussing. I don't care anymore. I'm, you know, you don't like me. They think I'm a narcissist. But I just, I just care more than most people do. Okay? That's all. I care too much. Um... <laughs> Oh shit. You gotta channel your energy into a new creative vision for your future. Set goals, motherfucker. Mobility is key. You gotta be flexible in life. Gotta, um, you know, feast or famine. Can't just be eating McDonald's all the time. And, uh, Pray, raise your hand for Jesus and then go get a McDonald's cheeseburger um, and some man-made bullshit. No, eat what God made. Stop eating what man made, okay? Then raise your hand. Tell me you love Jesus. Fuck off. <laughs> okay? Now that we're on the same page. Um... Go out of the way to live out of balance to achieve something important. And you know what else? You're fucking... These go vegans. Okay, here's something to go vegan for. You know, go vegan and have a box of donuts. Yeah, you're a real vegan. Fuck you.
Um, nothing against vegans or anything. Um, but also, you, what are you talking about? You eating this man-made factory bullshit. Kind of vegan are you, okay? Be a real vegan if you're going to be a vegan. Still eat what God made for you. Just quit eating that fake bullshit. You might hate me. That's fine. You should feel pain. You should feel pain. If you're standing on the hot concrete and you're like, wow, that's hot. I think, are you going to still stand there? No, you're going to get the fuck off. You're going to get the fuck off of the hot concrete or else your feet are going to melt to the damn pavement. Same thing with all these painkillers and I'm depressed. Oh, I better take medicine so I can't feel my depression. No, you should feel your depression. You want to know why you're depressed? It's because, well, you're in standing on the hot pavement too long. Your feet have melted to the pavement. And that is depressing. And your feet are on fire and you refuse to stand away from the fire. So start moving your body, okay? Just start moving your body and quit eating the donuts, okay? And then watch your depression might just go away. All that alcohol you're drinking, stop doing that too, okay? Yeah, amazing. Go get some tofu, quit eating the donuts, okay? That's all. Go take a pilgrimage. Go travel to Mecca. You want a journey to change your perspective? Across a distance? Go take a pilgrimage. I'm all about, I'm leaving behind a legacy. I'm, ex I'm inspiring. You can take everything from me. You can't take... These, what I've learned, the gathering, this is all I do. It's my hobby. I exercise, I gather information, I pass it on, and I repeat that. And then I eat. I eat a lot. I take big shits. I'm going to teach you how to take big shits. Okay, because... I'm sick of the mediocrity and this world's going to, it doesn't, I mean, we're getting better. We're, it's getting better. Okay. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to be negative. It's getting better. That we're going to make it a lot more better. Pass on this, these messages of what I'm showing you guys. Um, be happy. And let's see here. Dun, 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 dun. You know, other things you can do to increase your productivity. I think I'm plugging from our cell phones. Doing some neck exercises. Start focusing on your neck. People are looking down at their phones too much. If you're not going to work out your body at least. Like, start bringing your phone up to eye level and quit looking down at it. Tired of looking at all these, like, broken necks. Jesus. 
Stop looking down at your phone. It's breaking your neck. Okay. Oh, man. I might get some hate mail on this episode. It's okay. I'm just saying it. I'm saying it how it is. <sighs> trying to, you know, you guys want to, guys going to, you know, but productivity, sleep, that's what I need more of. Everyone needs more of this. Sleep, 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 and avoid drinking coffee with food because it blocks the absorption of nutrients. So don't have coffee with food. Caffeine after 2 p.m. can make you wake up in the middle of the night and pee a lot. Um, and drink good coffee. Jesus, there's some... I just had this Java City coffee yesterday. It was really shitty. Um, you know, keeping your house pretty cold when you're sleeping about 60... Three to 66 degrees is what I do. Minimize the time wasting. Um, and uh, avoid when you're sitting for eight hours a day. Okay, most people have these eight hour day jobs. Do stretches throughout the day while you sit. And then, or I mean, not while you sit, but get up and stretch for five minutes. Um, do a couple squats, couple lunges, um, seems to really help you from becoming like a blob. Okay, um, more on productivity. Um, productivity to get to your invincible self. Um, you know, you guys just have to realize that you are meant for greatness. You have unlimited potential and power to create amazing things, to live life to the utmost and love unlimitedly. Our only occupation is service. You know, not what you're going to get out of it. Just service others. Um, help others as much as you can. Um, now, um, yeah, so let's see what else I got on. I think I might uh, skip any more productivity for now. Hmm. Let me talk more about healing your soul. Um, you want to look inward and do the things that contribute to your internal life. Um, so you have the material body, which is made of earth, water, fire, air, and ether. The subtle body is made up of mind, intelligence, and ego. Um, so you want to limit fear. Um, 
will help improve your soul. Because right around the corner of fear is happiness and freedom. Which is what I want to spend the rest of this podcast talking about. Um, is uh, meditation. And yoga. So really, I read this some really amazing books. Um, so that I want people to get high on enlightenment um, stop cutting off other people by looking at your phones a lot of times you just pass someone and then no one looks at each other anymore and they just like look down in a way at your phones it's like everyone's like scared and, and anxious a lot of people if you even say hi to them they'll look like you like are trying to murder them or something try it sometime just like walk up to a stranger and say hi and they won't even know what to do um and it's just sad we gotta turn this shit around um because that's what's really important you know to secure like the future of, of earth um i think other people out there realize that uh that this is happening um, but we just have to, you know, you know, spread the word and, and keep sp spreading this, this message, um, to new, to more people, you know, all this stuff, all this stuff's important and, you know, the best way to like absorb and, and keep this information is by sh sharing it with someone else. So if you find something that you feel like I said, that's important best way for you to remember it is to pass it on to someone else um, and that stays locked in your mind for a longer time um, so let's take a quick bathroom break I'm gonna start part two here alrighty folks we are back and um, yeah, so if you're still listening, this is part two of the podcast, so I should have broken this podcast up into a few podcasts, so I don't know how long this is going to take. I have tons and tons of notes, and this is like my last free day I have before I um, head off to Oklahoma City, like I was saying, and uh, so I'm going to still do this podcast. I'm going to keep gathering um, important things that I can share with everyone. Um, and uh, I know I'm going to meet a lot of cool people, so hopefully hear like their stories and what they've overcome to get to where they're at. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just, you know, I love doing this and I love... Uh, uh, it's, it's really helping pushing me to like learn learn more stuff to share with people and um, just looking back on what I've gathered in like the past three months um, I just uh, am just just amazed and, and just overwhelmed really at what what all I have in here so this 
I feel like I'm really headed towards, um, you know, showing people how to, you know, people live a long time or live longer than they used to now. But I just, you know, the other thing is getting people to live healthier for a longer period of time. Um, So, you know, we're talking about healing the spirit, ways you can just live longer and healthier. A lot of people, you know, live the last 20 years of their life kind of incapacitated, not really able to do much. I just want to show you guys how to, you know, be still alive, living until the day you die. Um, There seems to be more evidence out there that being able to live forever might exist. And, uh, you know, people, magicians or witches might very well be real. And um, I'm going to kind of tell you guys why I believe in that more now. Um, so where, where I'm at is the, uh, healing of the spirit right now. So just bear with me and we'll get there. And, um, I I know I jump around a lot, um, but I'm getting, getting better at it. So you know, one thing that I like stopped having patience for was crybabies, whiny fucks, and self-entitled trust funders and lazy people. Um, so that uh, like dropped the um, quantity of my relationships down quite significantly because most people are um, like that. <clears throat> fall under one of those categories um so but the relationships that are left over um you know high quality ones so that's great so they also the when I look into the your digestion and it does actually work with the sun midday is where you should eat the heaviest you should see yourself as above your mind. Um, no matter how fast you move your mind, your mind will always be faster. So, um, your mind is also going to attack you relentlessly unless you are strong, flexible, and durable. Um, so it's important to work on your strength, your your flexibility, and your ability to endure those three things um, are going to make you go far in life. Um, so are you just in it to uh, to be like to have like an average life, or do you want to like change change the rules and? Um, Uh, make life better for other people um, and and like move the needle for all humankind like what is it that you um, that you want to do so 
I like to use like a wolf as an example. Wolves are flexible, they hunt. Um, they're only successful when they hunt three to 14% of the time. So they're an example of something that's uh, strong, flexible, and durable. You know, you, you just, it's good to um, be similar to a wolf and um, be able to go long periods of time without eating. Um, and just stay strong and stay quick. Uh, so, okay, here we go. Now we're getting into the yoga. So there's four doctrines of yoga. There's karma, naya, nirvana, and um, yoga. So the techniques for gaining liberation is the definition of it. Rebirth to a non-conditional mode of being, liberation, absolute freedom, unification of the soul with God. This world is rejected and depreciated because there is a sacred world and sacred mode of being. All right, guys, this is it. The more man suffers, the more the desire for salvation No knowledge has any value if it does not seek the salvation of men. Practice withdrawal. Find the center. True spirit. The wretchedness of human life is ignorance. That's what the problem is. So now, people listen. We have to um, stand together and uh, really spread um, spread the true knowledge and um, you know because a lot of people just don't know and if they don't know they don't care um, and there's a lot I don't know but what I do know I share I think I just rhymed. Um, so we'll go into mindfulness. Um, it's the art of bringing your awareness to the present. Meditation, get rid of the stress of the past, giving body and mind a deep reset. Um, so five times deeper than sleep creates order works nervous system and can reverse aging eight to 15 years reorder meditation as a top priority it's the best mental hygiene that you can do it's like brushing your teeth you gotta brush your mind and meditate um, so there's three modalities of the human spirit sattva luminosity and intelligence the rahas motor energy and mental activity and tamas modality of static inertia psychic obscurity the human condition of suffering is meant 
metaphysical ignorance transmitted from generation to generation. So, um, what we want to do is gain adequate knowledge of our spirit to gain salvation. Do away the relation with suffering and the self. Understand that the self is free, eternal, and inactive, whatever happens to us. Sufferings, feelings, volitions, thoughts no longer belong to us. To get into meditation, focus on a single point. Even your thoughts have an effect. Your health takes awareness. To free yourself, you must root out and destroy the urge to steal and sexual desire to renounce temptation one reaches a point not only the objects he had but also a magical force more precious than all objects um, so we see that um, achieving like the spirit does come with like abstaining from um, what the senses want you know kind of going against the stream um doing what the world could doing the opposite of what the world expects you to do um, when doing the postures effort must disappear no effort during the hold and should be still um, the purpose of these positions is the cessation of trouble from opposites asana is refusal to move or let oneself be carried along the rushing stream of states of consciousness. Increase the prolonging inhalation and exhalation. Deep breaths. Um, tai Chi is another great way to acquire long life. Um, also known as embryonic respiration um, external tension no longer trouble him pass beyond the opposites equally insensible to heat and cold light and dark by returning to the base by going back to the origin one drives away old age return to the state of the fetus the withdrawal or sensory activity from the domination of exterior objects is the final stage of psychophysiological assesis. The last three members of yoga are concentration, meditation, properly speaking, and stasis. These are only possible after sufficient repetition of all other physiological exercises. Concentration points can be the center of the navel, the tip of the tongue, or any external place or object. God helps yogins like a magnet. Sravarapa. In this meditation, thought is freed from presence of I. There is no longer cognitive act. It is thought that is the given object. This is obtained by virtue of a certain knowledge passing from knowledge to state state cognition obtained by concentration meditation on the unity of objects when thoughts 
identifies itself with ten matras without experiencing the feelings of suffering, pleasure, violence, inertia, yoga obtains the state of nirvikara. Thought then becomes one with infinitesimal nucleus of energy which constitute the foundation of the universe. Absolute knowledge discovers the completeness in which being and knowing are no longer separated. Realizing the four stages of Samprignata. You have to realize, reach your true self by realizing that you are something other than your body. The only result that can be of interest to the yogin are penetration into regions inaccessible to normal experience, taking possession of zones of consciousness that have had previously been invulnerable at this stage, miraculous powers are unlocked. He then knows his previous existences. One succeeds from emerging from time by traveling back through it. The yogin disappears when he wishes to not be seen by anyone. Other power of knowing the moment one is to die. Physical powers or knowledge of subtle things. This is where yoga got really interesting for me. Um, and uh, I never realized that, um, you know, when you reach this state of realization, you unlock these literal um, powers. And I'll go into more of these. So under certain conditions, man can become man-god or magician. There are few who succeed in overcoming the second temptation that of returning perfectly in a divine condition. There's eight great powers of the yogin. Shrinking, lightness, weight, power of touching at any distance as the moon, such as the moon, irresistible will, supremacy over the body and, and manas, dominion over the elements, fulfillment of desires, the force that he gains by renouncing any pleasure far exceeds the pleasure that he has renounced. The divine condition is still far from absolute freedom. The yogin must reject the magical hallucinations, false sensory objects, and persevere of gaining full emancipation. Non-differentiated instasis refers to total absence of objects in consciousness, not to the consciousness absolutely empty. He then no longer lives in time and under the dominion of time, but in an eternal present. It is a paradoxical. He lives in life. Yet liberated, his body is there, but the mind is automated. Man-gods are the geometric point where the divine and the human coincide. The methods have one thing in common, anti-social or anti-human. All yogic techniques invite to do the opposite of what the human nature forces one to do. He suppresses at least essential habits of living, comfort, distraction, waste of the dispersion 
of mental forces then unifies the most important functions, respiration, consciousness. The intention is to homologize the human, the body and life of man with the celestial bodies and cosmic rhythms. So, liberation is gained by him that transcends these three dimensions of spirit. You first have to pass through the waking state, then the dream state, and be in the deep sleep, the Aum. These are all known as the Aums. A stands for waking state, U stands for dream state, M stands for deep sleep so the om that's what that means by closing the ears with the thumbs they hear the sound of the space between the heart wrinkles and gray hairs disappear from doing headstands headstands another way to transcend foot to knee is the earth region knee to rectum is water Rectum to heart is fire. Heart to eyebrow is air. Eyebrow to the top of the head is the ether, cosmic space. Each region contains a special power. Real Buddhist meditation begins with experiencing the four psychic states. Mystical experimentation a way of access to supersensible realities. First, rapture. State of joy and ease of detachment, no longer lusts. Joy and ease of the serenity of concentration. The third rapture is bliss of equanimity. The fourth rapture, conscious of a of the sense of pain and absence of ease. Consciousness proves to be infinite as soon as it is no longer limited by sensory and mental experiences. For Buddha, knowledge was of little value so long as it was not realized in personal experience. All truths revealed by Buddha must be tested. It must be meditated and experienced. No one has ever reached nirvana without possessing the knowledge of the disappearance of vices, super-knowledges, the divine eye, divine hearing, knowledge of others, thought, recollection of previous existence. The possession of powers might turn the monk away from his goal. Nirvana. That's why um, Buddha didn't care for the uh, um, was told you to kind of turn away from these these powers that you'd acquire on your way to becoming completely free. The mystical ability to remember previous lives has a very high value, which helps to reach the beginning of time, emerging from time. 
Whoever wants to remember their past must grasp the character of the thought that just perished. The technique of going back in time will realize all former lives and reach the beginning of the world and finds none time, the eternal present. One can touch this state by transcending human condition. Fate is the opposite of karma. Destiny is no, is, is, uh, no such thing as effort or cause. So depending on what you, some, you know, there's just lots of different forms of yoga. Some of them, you know, did human sacrifices, these groups. And the aboriginal um, yoga people. Um, so some believed in karma, some believed in destiny, you know. So I'm just kind of sh sharing all the highlights that I've gathered from this kind of um, book from a historical standpoint too but what really um fascinates me is, is like the meditation and the breath technique so um Dekir is um is a sort of breathing technique which you start in a seated position head um back breathe into the empty heart exhale saying la Allah uttered on the right shoulder, Allah at the navel, Allah. So breathe in, exhale, la, Allah, Allah, Allah. You want to uh, finish with saying Allah strongly. Um, and this warms the body and burns the corruption out of the body. So just practice saying la, Allah, 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 la, Allah, Allah, Allah. Basically saying Allah like three or four times. Um, but the integration of unconscious obtained by mandala, taking possession of its symbols, Unconscious equals stored consciousness and integration of collective. Unconscious is what you would be called in Jung's psychology. The tantric universe is made up of an endless series of analogies, homologies, symmetry, starting from any level one can establish mystical connect communication with the others. In order to finally reduce them to unity and master them, sanctity can only be realized in the divine body. Devati karma, cloth swallowed. So there's like these purification methods that the uh, yogins used. Um, there was anal suction, cleaning of nasal fossa, energetic comp, uh, movements of the stomach, gazing at um, small objects till eyes fill with tears, and have water in nostril then drawn out of your mouth. 
Indian ascetics had great alchemical knowledge and knew the secret of longevity through drugs, also through the art of diminishing the daily number of breaths. Through this method, one could live 350 years. So it seems like there's something they connected with um, breathing less um, would improve your um, lifespan. Chinese alchemy. The goal was prolongation of life, bliss, spontaneity, golden jade preserved corpses, yang preserved body from corruption. There was Emperor Wu Ti of the Han Dynasty. He sacrificed um, to Cao, and and you will be able to summon things, then increase lifespan and escape death. Uh, there was that that was what he you know these this is where it gets interesting the um, uh, emperor Wu Ti in, in China got the magician from India um, to help him uh, live forever the Chinese believed that substances found in the ground were impure and needed preparation. Turning metals into gold has a spiritual side, being the perfection metal, liberating impurities and perfecting. So I think we're all on this mission from um, limiting our impurities. Okay. Alchemical operations are always connected to time. In order to gain immortality, one must possess philosopher's stone. Fast 100 days, live in solitude. Books are only for beginners. All the rest is secret, taught by word of mouth. So, it was like impossible to find these alchemies. The search for elixir is connected with the search for distant and mysterious islands. Okay, this is where it, it gets interesting. Same thing where um, I keep saying it. It's all pretty interesting. Um, I hope you're, you've been following along. Um, but the search for the elixir um, was kind of like, you know, this is happening in China, but this also happened when the Spanish were looking for the uh, El Dorado the city of gold and the fountain of youth. Um, that's just, it just amazes me that these cultures were moving um, and expanding. Uh, they, in order to, you know, find um, where these immortal people live. So, that's how a lot of like the Asian culture like expanded too. Um, looking for these islands, uh, many expeditions to find supernatural islands resulted in geographical studies and uh, discoveries. Many of the expansion of new location was due to a search of finding the perfected immortals.
Mm. Emperor Wu of the Hans began the search for sacred, sacred land. Qin Dynasty in 219 BC. Um, tai Sung looked toward India for alchemist magician. Tao Sung had an Indian magician, Lokadita, who said possess the elixir of life. Pao Pu Tzu writes proper breathing, inhale through the nose, hold breath, um, and count your heartbeats. So plug your nose with your fingers while you hold your breath. If you can count to 120 heartbeats and exhale through the mouth, you'll be transformed into a young man. Gurus are celibate accompanied by a dog live as a vagabond cannot become a vagabond or guru cannot become a guru till 12 years after your master dies this is all um in history books folks i i did my research okay so um i i did like get all this out of a uh, yoga book um it was written in like the 1960s so I uh, I just picked out the what I thought was important because like you know this um, podcast is all about like I said um, living simply and thinking highly and spreading like the true knowledge that's that's out there and helping you guys um, attain perfect health and and I want everyone to live freely so um, you know. Whether this is true or not, the yogas were definitely on to something. So, problem is, a lot of people get older, they become more agreeable, and their mind closes. Uh, but I'm just asking that when you're listening to this, you might want to go back and re-listen. To, there's a, I mean, I basically am putting like three months of, of, of uh, notes into... A one podcast um, but I mean do your own research and look into it further um, but I'm here to uh, spread uh, spread how you'll really um, you know live if anything you'll you'll live a lot longer by um, focusing on on some of this stuff, I know some of it's like seems like ridiculous, um, but I think um, that the yogins are definitely onto something. So next we have a, a couple different um, other meditation techniques or let me see um, let me look into shamans a little bit more so the shaman was a specialist in abandoning his body and undertake cosmic journeys in spirit possession by spirits not allowing himself to be possessed by assisting spirits but to master these spirits, not to be occupied by them. Many have recorded from all over. 
the rope trick, where a conjurer floats up in the air, cuts himself into pieces. This was one of the miraculous attainments Buddha showed. He who understands has wings. There's also a mango trick, where a yogin puts a mango seed into the ground and the tree comes up before their eyes. The Pueblos believed that this was the, uh, the natives in um, New Mexico, just a reminder. Um, and they also recorded that their shaman can make a grain of wheat sprout and grow under the spectator's eyes. Um, so, you know, I, it's all about like, it, they really were becoming one. It, it seems like if this was true, they became one with the universe and were able to basically manipulate matter. Um, and this is where like the magic and stuff. I remember, I don't know what movie it was, um, but that rope trick, um, where you float in the air and, and cut yourself into pieces. Um, I feel like I've seen that in like cartoons and stuff, but you know, it all stems from something that may have actually happened that people have seen. Um, it's kind of freaky cause I mean, witches you've heard and, and, and magic there, you know, this might be, um, where like these magicians and stuff like the idea of them started from like real yoga um so this is just like really fascinating to me um so remember the goal of classic yoga is perfect autonomy shamans have the power of magical heat um the goal of the shaman was to attain the condition of a spirit. Um, eliminate. Uh, so that's all I have on um, most of the yoga stuff. So just like I said, um, look into it deeper, but uh, it's just an amazing thing if like... Um, uh, yogans were able to um, actually reach a place where they had like magic power so um, next oh uh, I do have a couple um, uh, meditation other meditation techniques to share um, let's see there is open focus the preferred method of Joe Dispenza it's a process of relaxing your focus to an empty space in your body. Start with space behind your eyes and expand from there. An interesting and potent technique. Try fixing your focus on nothing in space. Transcendental. 
popularized by the Beatles in the 1960s, the advantage of transcendental meditation is that an amateur can reach the same state as a master within weeks of starting the practice. Repeat a simple chant, distracting the mind long enough for consciousness to emerge. Vipassana, the form of meditation, asks you to focus on your breath as as it passes the thresholds of your nostril. Gradually, you expand the awareness to permeate your whole body. LVK meditation. This meditation has been 100% proven to turn you into a care bear. Focus on all the love and kindness in your heart while loving the world so much that your mind can't handle it anymore. This result in your heart leading your mind. Guided meditations are a great way to start and have merit for practitioners of all experience, a vocal guide, either live or via recording, will take you to a deep inner quiet with a series of cues. Sacred silence, one of the most comprehensive and effective techniques. This sequence starts with focusing on your breath. Gradually, it moves to flexing and releasing parts of your body, followed by a sequence of visualizations. Lastly, it anchors the meditative state with a trigger breath that conditions your body to eventually be able to enter this state on command. I have my own guide, guided version available on download here. Oh, I'm sorry, I already just read something else. Um, so biofeedback is one of the recent players in the meditation game is a biofeedback device called the Muse. The more relaxed you get, the more peaceful a nature seen on your phone becomes. Spikes in beta activity or distractions kick up the wind and ruin your peaceful setting, similar to real life. Hyperbreathing can turn off the conscious mind. Okay. Um, more into Hatha yoga a little bit. Um, Muktasana and Vajrasana confer magical powers. Martasana calms agitation, which is kind of like the corpse pose or Shavasana. Padmasana cures sickness. Yoga is the union of human soul with the supreme soul, like we said earlier. Breathe in deeply from the pit of the stomach upward on the exhalation. Press your tongue to the roof of the mouth and exhale with a sharp hiss. Do this while contracting the center line muscles. Use power breathing during an isometric hold. Use power breathing to extend a 10-second plank. We use power breathing during isometric holds. Okay, power breathing. There you go. Um, let me see. So, lastly, I think I got through everything. Sorry if some of that was clear or seemed a bit jumpy. Um, 
But uh, one other thing I want to kind of promote is that eventually I'm going to have um, a wilderness school, um, some sort of like nature um, uh, kind of retreats and stuff. Um, I'm hoping to do this in uh, New Mexico and just kind of, you know, share more of what I've learned and ways to, um, like live a long time, like sort of like actually go through all these different, uh, meditation techniques, um, go on like hikes and, and camping, um, trips. Uh, so, you know, just, uh, heads up about that um it might be a while before that starts but um 100 percent i'm going to um just teach people about how to survive in the woods um teach people on hunting and um hunting and gathering like different um plants to eat out in the woods um so, um, yeah, just like cold water, um, therapies and, um, you know, different cleansing techniques, um, basically, you know, promoting ancestral medicine, um, to help people, you know, reconnect with the universe basically so um that's where i'm at in life right now and uh if that's interesting to you keep listening and uh um you know maybe uh send me a message on instagram or look me up on facebook and matt arthur's um just you know stay in touch if you're um, interested in uh, discovering more about your yourself, and um, and eventually I'll I'll reach out once I have this um, school in place and everything. Um, you'll you'll know when it's happening. But uh, thank you for um, joining me on the podcast. This is Matt Arthur signing off. Surviving sticky situations. Stay strong, folks. We'll see you next time.